overcomplicated. Uh, so this episode is just me and Tim. Um, Cody wasn't able to make it. He had some lame excuse, like he's been working really hard and he's been sick or whatever, <laughs> and needed to spend time with his family. You know, something weird and irresponsible like that. Um, so he couldn't make it, but he did have a good idea for us. And today's episode, we are going to talk about video games and board games. What are the mm-hmm. pros and cons of each of them? Um, and, you know, we also thought it was a pretty good idea because of the three of us, um, we all three like board games, but Cody doesn't play video games. However, Tim and I do. Mm-hmm. And so um, we thought that we'd probably be the perfect match to yeah. uh, talk about the pros and cons. Um we also hope to clear up some misconceptions about both, um, especially for those of you who listen and don't play video games or board games. Uh, you may have some uh, inaccurate assumptions about both of them, um, so we hope to clear up a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I uh, figured we can probably just do like video game pros, video and board game pros, and then the cons of each. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Does like a good order? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, which one do you want to do first? Uh, really doesn't matter to me. Because they both, okay. I think they both have a lot of overlappings. Yeah. Um, so, really, in the end, there's not a whole lot of difference in my mind. Gotcha. Um, well, I got this little list in front of me. Um, okay. So, I'll start with board games. Okay. Um, and then if, um, and there is going to be some overlap. Like, that's yeah, just natural. That's just, right? Yeah. Um, and so, actually, that's the first thing we should probably talk about, is um, both video games and board games essentially are, in some way or another, a form of escapism, um, which when we hear that word, yeah. we immediately have, like, negative connotations with it. Um, but, you know, if you read, that's also a form of escapism, right? Um, so we think, you know, it always cracks me up when people are like, oh, video games are bad for you, and then they'll go binge watch Netflix for three hours, yeah. Or they'll sit and read a book by themselves for, th- you know, four hours or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, this is the same thing. You know, it's just the difference is that I may or may not be social <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing one of these. said things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that's probably the first one that's pretty obvious when it comes to board games. Um, is that it is nine times, well, sorry, 99 times out of 100 board games have to be social mm-hmm. and i'll talk about the exception a little bit later on but um you know when you play a board game again most of the time it demands that you interact with someone else mm-hmm. you know even chess like you have to play with another it's, person yeah i mean you can't play online against a computer um but that still lays under the realm of computer or video games right um right. yeah and so, you know, you know that can be a solo experience. Um, solitaire, I think, is an example of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, I play this by myself, yeah. right? Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, um, yeah. unless that's, like, all you do all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you got to get out and interact with people. But, yeah, be, I would say that's the first big pro of board games is it yeah. demands interacting with others. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, that's one of my favorite things to do. And... Um, not, <laughs> I, I think I have also in my past viewed that almost as a ministry in a sense, you know, I've been able to play games with people who I wouldn't normally interact with, mm-hmm. um, which is like, Hey, who wants to play 
coup or something like that, yeah. um, for example. Um, coup, highly recommended if you like lying and <laughs> easy games to learn. That's a great one. Um, but, you know, when I worked um, with that after-school program a few years back, mm-hmm. you know, the kids loved playing those kinds of games. Yeah. Um, so it was great to kind of connect with them um, and, and do some problem-solving. Mm. Um, but, yeah, um, and also video games, contrary to popular belief, are also very oh. social. Um, yeah, now more and more. Like More so today. Yeah, yeah. Um, way more today because mm-hmm. with everything almost all games now having some sort of online um has to be connected to online for some games right um where there are still single player experiences but mm-hmm. it's very heavily in the multiplayer right realm now where you don't necessarily always have to be talking to other people while playing mm-hmm. but you are playing usually against other actual people right um uh, I think Destiny is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to play that online, even even yeah. if you play by yourself, it's still you yeah. still have to be online. Yeah, you know? and there's different parts of the mission where you see other players or whatever. Yeah, um, and to be able to interact within Destiny mm-hmm. on like the highest forms of like mm-hmm. raids and stuff, where it's six people, right? You have to the the peak experience of Destiny. The, the peak experience is. Social. Of, is yeah you still have to communicate with other people Mm -hmm. uh, because if no one is communicating on a raid, you will fail. Right. Right. Right off the bat. Yeah. You know, and and so that's the other thing is um, problem solving. Mm -hmm. I think that's crossover for board games and video games. Yeah. Is, you know, the board games, you can literally look at it like a puzzle. In fact, I think a lot of people look at board games as puzzles. Yeah, I would say. Um, Pandemic, for example, that's, that's the name of the game. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know we're all scared of that word. Now. I, I didn't play that game at all over COVID oh, really? <laughs> with good reason. Yeah. Um, but that is a problem solving game. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, these cubes are in these locations. Here's what will happen if you don't clean up this area. How do we work together to mm-hmm. overcome this? You know, yeah. That's a cooperative game. Right? Yeah. And like you said, Destiny with the raid, like, People have to fulfill certain roles, mm-hmm. or um, smite. We used to play that a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. different characters can do different things, and mm-hmm. you have to learn how to play your role very well. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so yeah, problem solving. Yeah, um, and, that's big and thing. that's the other thing. Um, even with the like solo player games, like you know, The Legend of Zelda or um, Ghost of Tsushima. And um, that's what I've been playing recently. Oh, yeah. Um, this, like, there is problem solving in that mm-hmm. as well, you know. Yeah. Even if you're playing against the computer, you know, it's no different than reading a riddle book, honestly. <laughs> yeah, a lot <laughs> like, of times. Trying to solve yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because within, there are board games that have, like, dedicated puzzle mm-hmm. type thing. Well, yeah. puzzles right. um, aren't a board game. <laughs> But right. they would fall closer, I feel like, into... They're a closer cousin than some people would than, want to admit. Yeah, yeah like, because yeah. you still have pieces you're trying to get the end goal of, here's your picture or whatever. So it's not, like, true board game, but it is mm-hmm. still the problem solving of... Right. You still have a game in a box, it just happens to be a puzzle. Right. Um, there's, there's only one rule, and that's make it fit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... And then that's where a lot of people have gotten into, like, with video games, of the most popular thing in video games is called platforming, which mm-hmm. is just 
a puzzle, usually jumping from platform to platform or something, but it's like you have to figure out the pattern to get to where you're going. Like, it's all about that type of problem solving. Yeah, and so so some people say like, oh, it's so mindless, that's all you do. And it's, it's, you know, no video game is truly mindless, right? Yeah. Um, Because even, (laughs) admittedly, this is one of my favorite games, Um, but Doom, (laughs) the remake of Doom, um, you are jumping around killing demons, right? It's just a slaughter of monsters. (laughs) And, you know, it's fairly simple. It's run this way and shoot. Yeah. But you still have to figure out, you know, the proper, you know, weapons to use against certain creatures, mm-hmm. how to get around, how to avoid certain creatures so, until the right time. Yeah. You know, um, there's so there's really no such thing as a mindless video game. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the most, I feel like the most mm-hmm. mindless possible video games would probably be like first person shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because everything else has a like is more dedicated to mm-hmm. problem to having puzzles and stuff right, because right. if you don't mm-hmm. then other games get boring very quickly yeah um if you don't have that but so i guess first person probably call of duty mm-hmm. is probably the most in my mind the mm-hmm. most mindless right because there are you know there are metas, there are better weapons mm. than others. Right. But at the end of the day, it's kind of just... Who's faster. Who's slightly faster. Yeah. So yeah. even then, that's a reflex thing, yeah. right? So in that yeah. case, it's not really much different than ping pong. Only, you're probably not going to sweat playing Call of Duty. <laughs> and if you are, you should see a doctor. <laughs> um, you know. um, but yeah, it's, you know, even reflex... You know, you're practicing reflexes with those kind of video games. Yeah, hand-eye coordination... Yeah has been known to be improved. That's mm-hmm. also just goes for all sports. Right. In right. general, that you are mm-hmm. quickly making adjustments. Yeah. Um, so it's not on the same level, mm-hmm. but it's still significant as... It's not on the same level as sports. Right. Or something like as that. As far as physical activity. As far as, yeah, yeah the, like the actual priming of mm-hmm. reflexes, hand-eye coordination... But it is still a lot more yeah. than sitting and watching a movie. Yeah, because, um, I don't know about you, but in a movie, the most activity I will do is hit the pause button, <laughs> which is literally yeah. lifting one finger yeah. and pushing a button, right? Mm-hmm. You know, at the very least, with video games you're using, you know, most all of your fingers, I would say, yeah. your, your, your thumbs for sure, and then your middle and index finger mm-hmm. um absolutely and yeah. if you're crazy like me sometimes you're pinky but yeah uh, <laughs> so so it can be helpful in that and i know i don't oh, i remember reading this somewhere and i don't have the source but it can be therapeutic uh, for people who are recovering sometimes from war even mm-hmm. uh to play video games to kind of like relax um now i know some of you might freak out a little bit and think like, oh, you play these violent video games to normalize violence. That's not the case. Yeah. Right. Not no. the case. No. Um, actually, let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, so I'm going to leave a poll at the end of this episode. And if you're listening now, go ahead and vote on it, if, especially if you have Spotify up. 
And that would be, how many of you think that violent video games cause violence? All right, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to answer that. And be honest, you know, um, be honest if you think that is true or if you have heard that that's true. Um, go ahead and click yes or however I'm going to format the question. I don't, I don't, know, yet. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but the fact of the matter is um, a lot of the early studies on violent video games and connecting it to violent tendencies in children were actually done incorrectly. Um Lots of skewed results, actually. And so after they kind of retested it, mm-hmm. um, they said that there is very little correlation uh, between the violence in video games and the violence in the individual. Yeah. It's more accurate to say that violent kids play violent video <laughs> games than it is for violent video games making kids violent. Mm-hmm. Right Now, what they did find is that the difficulty of the game has a direct line to how angry someone can get. And, you know, this comes out of personality. There's some people yeah. who just don't get bothered. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for this study, they had made a game. They either made a game or, like, chose a game that you could adjust the content in. Anyway. Mm. And so they made the game that could adjust two things. One, the difficulty of the game. Mm-hmm. And two the intensity of the violence in the game Hmm. you know you know as little violence as like mario jumping on a you know turtle or a koopa and then just disappears Mm -hmm. to like you know doom level violence of like blowing up (laughs) flesh demons yeah (laughs) it's it's a mess but yeah they could adjust that scale but they could also adjust the difficulty Mm -hmm. and they found that the people who were playing like when they adjusted the content, the violent content, there was very little rise in the violence of the individual. Mm-hmm. They said that it did technically rise, mm-hmm. but we're not talking about like a percent. We're talking about half a percent. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said like in order for it to be noticeable, you would have to play the same game continuously for over twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. So it's not even achievable in a day. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know. It when you rest and fall asleep, it kind of resets that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the same study that increased the difficulty is in how hard the game is to play. Mm-hmm. They you know they found it was a direct link. Mm. Right. <laughs> like you know, man, I kept losing and now I'm mad. I gotta quit. You know, yeah. that's why for me, if I keep losing a game, I just have to stop. Yeah. Right. Because I can feel myself getting angry. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I said earlier, one of my favorite games is Doom. Yeah. And that's also the most relaxing game for me. Because it's just like, ah, you know, I'm just shooting bad demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll play on the easiest level and just be like, ah, this is fun. <laughs> you know. Um so yeah, so that's yeah. A little disclaimer, you know, if you agree or disagree, doesn't matter because the studies have yeah. <laughs> said otherwise. Yeah. Um, and I think there are like I don't think the video games have made people more violent. Mm-hmm. Um because all of history before video right. games were invented yeah. um, was pretty violent. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. I think some games can can push into for like extended periods of time can mm-hmm. a little bit 
desensitized. So I think, yeah, yeah. but that also I think goes for everything. Like yes. watching a movie mm-hmm. with senseless violence yeah. is generally not recommended. Especially right, like, right. I think also that comes down to a lot of like, what is the individual mm-hmm. able to to actually rationalize through? Right. Is it us watching a movie or is it a 10 year old? Um, So I think a lot of that is, I think a lot of the rise in what people would say desensitization and Mm -hmm. violent behavior is also because kids at ages to where they can't Mm -hmm. rationalize things out, Mm -hmm. then that becomes more of a problem because something that won't affect me and you because we have lived longer definitely will affect a five-year-old yeah so when you have that you know kids growing up their whole lives Mm -hmm. getting fed that from an incredibly young age obviously that's going to make an effect yeah and that's in developmentally aged children yes which um can technically extend all the way up to 25 yeah i would say 18 17 if your kid's got a good head on their shoulders (laughs) um yeah and that's for you to determine as a parent that's actually why they have the ratings on video games yeah you know um, so don't be like, oh, I'm not going to buy this M-rated game because it'll make my kid more violent. Don't buy the M-rated game because it's rated M, right? <laughs> and, and your six-year-old should not be playing that. Yeah. I play Doom because I'm an adult and I can dissociate from reading. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. none of that's real and I know it. It's a game. Yeah. I don't think anyone under the age of 15 should be playing that game. Yeah. Probably even 16, to be completely honest. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of it is just not it like Mm. exposing people who are not developed to things that they mentally and emotionally cannot handle yeah has much more effect than Mm. the content itself oh yeah totally that's true with anything yeah Um, and so i will say you know that's probably one of the big differences between board games and video games is that with video games there are plenty that have content that is restricted for adults Mm mm-hmm when it comes to board games, that is far less common. Yeah. However, yeah. it is there. Yeah. Um, there have been some board games that like I've been researching to because it looks like the kind of game I would get. You know? mm-hmm. um, there's one, what's it called? Kingdom Death Monster. Right? <laughs> and when you read about the theme, it sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I like <laughs> gothic style monsters, you know. Yeah. And, you know, um, you go through what are called lantern years or whatever. You know, the okay. whole world is in darkness. You have your lanterns or whatever. And you play as generations of characters. Sounds <laughs> really cool, right? Mm-hmm. But I also found out that there's a lot, like a, just a concerning amount of nudity in the board game. Hmm. Which is one of those which is really weird things, weird, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and some of it, I will say, is just artistic nudity, kind of like Renaissance era. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me, but it's when it gets too graphic that there's a problem. Yeah. And if you go to the website, you can see that they frequently sell, um, what are they called, um, pin-up models huh. of some of the characters. Okay. And they're grossly over-sexualized, and yeah. it's like, nobody should be playing this. No, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I, and again, I'm sure the game itself is fine, but, like, mm-hmm. some of the content that you can get into, 
is, but the board game is not appropriate. Yeah. You know, you know, and especially not for young kids. Yeah. Now, the other reason why I'm not going to get the game is because the base game price is $450. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, it's nearly 20 pounds of board game, which mm-hmm. just sounds amazing. <laughs> I, I can't lie. That sounds amazing to me. But it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not on my current income. No, yeah. And not to mention the content. You know, and maybe I mislooked into it, and it's mm-hmm. not actually as bad as it sounds, but I feel like people put stuff up as warnings sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so again, you know, that's probably one of the first big differences between board games and video games mm-hmm. is content. Generally, yeah. with a board game, you're safe. Yeah, generally it yeah. does, because... Mm-hmm. Th- Board games are significantly more limited yeah. within both play mechanics mm-hmm. and then also just usually you have, I don't know, what is an average, like a two by three board or something. Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, usually you have a pretty limited play space mm-hmm. and amount of pieces, so there's not right. a whole lot you can generally do <laughs> within right, right. within those parameters. Yeah, and I think, let's see. Yeah, there's not a lot you can do with board games in that regard. Yeah. Now, I am going to counter that a little bit. Okay. But this is a positive, and video games are able to do it a lot easier. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, but you can also discuss societal, like, video... hmm. Board games can address societal wrongs. Mm, All right, okay. especially if it's a narrative-driven board game. Yeah. Right. Um, actually, this is kind of funny <laughs> when you look in the history of Monopoly. Um, so Monopoly, as everyone knows, is just you know, like, see, capitalism is fun, mm-hmm. right? You know. Yeah. Um, like, look at all the money you get, or all the money you lose. <laughs> you know, someone gets all the money at the end. Turns out it was actually like I think a socialist who invented Monopoly to teach people about the problems of capitalism. (laughs) This is why capitalism is bad. Right. Instantly becomes a classic. Right, right. (laughs) So it becomes a classic. And then not only that, but like someone bought the rights to the game from this person. I don't remember who it was. So he was very blatantly profiting (laughs) from capitalism in his social issues. No, he didn't make as much money. Oh, because, Um, okay. But the capitalist company that bought it did. did. And so he became a victim of what he was trying to show the evils of. Okay. Right. Um, But it is so ironic to see that that happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then there are other games. Um, There's one called uh, This War of Mine. Okay. Have you heard of that one? I've heard of it. I've never played. It was originally a computer game. Okay. Right. And then they turned it into a board game, and I've played both. Mm-hmm. Um, and the board game is way better. Hmm. Same okay. premise, same concept, but okay. like when you play it, you realize, oh yeah, this was this meant is... to be a board game. Yeah, okay. They, you know, they got it wrong the first that, time. Yeah. Don't be wrong. If you get the digital version, play it. It's awesome. But, okay. Um, and so the premise behind this war of mine is that it's a fictional country that is under war. Right. They're being okay. attacked by some invading force, and it's mm-hmm. in a city. Okay. Right. Um, and it's a, actually, this might be appropriate for, uh, the news today. Wow. I didn't even think about that, but it's like, um, oh, a Eastern European city. So I think, um, Ukraine, Russia, like those kind of Mm -hmm. cities. And you know, the, the people have names that are stereotypical of that area, like Boris or, you know, Katrina, things like that. (laughs) Um, 
But you play as the civilians. Okay. Right? Um, you don't play as the soldiers. You're not, you know, you're not fighting in a big war. Mm-hmm. You are an innocent bystander in a war-torn city. Okay. And you're just trying to survive. Yeah. Right? And there's all sorts of random events that can happen. You can encounter other people who might try to rob you. Mm. Or you could rob them, you know, which okay. means you get resources more easily. But, like, you're also your a character's bad. morality. You have to check oh. their empathy levels. That's an actual stat is empathy. Okay. Right. Wow. So a character who has, like, because um, I, I, I think they use a 10-sided die or something. But, like, so your empathy is on a ranking of, like, 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not 10 or 1. That's 2. That's <laughs> But somewhere within that range, right? Yeah. And so if you have empathy 3, and I might be getting this backwards, but anyway, that means if you roll a 3 or less, your character is impacted by the decision you made. Okay. You know, if you say, like, you can give this person a can of food or you can keep it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you roll the empathy, like you do an empathy check. Okay. And if you fail it, you know, by scoring under your number then your character's devastated. You know, just like, I can't believe I let someone starve. And you, yeah. you give them, like, um, I think I think depression is a condition <laughs> that your character can get, right? Okay. So, like, how hungry they are, how tired they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just feels like you're constantly struggling. That's what okay. I love about the game. Yeah. But it's also, it opens people's eyes to the reality of war. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, Call of Duty, run and save the day. Yeah. It's there are people in these locations that are yeah. suffering, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so go get the board game. Um, now I will say it's a ton of pieces, like a ton of pieces. <laughs> all right. Um, so if you've never played a board game before, do not start with this one. Okay. Yeah. Go buy a chess set first. <laughs> yeah. Maybe checkers. Yeah. Um, Catan. Catan. Yeah. 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 Settlers of Catan. Yeah, but um, highly recommended. But you know, board games can. Yeah. Um, kind of like open the discussion about sorts of things. Even like yeah. little things like, um, you know, there's little containers with like, like a thousand cards of like no. questions yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's technically <laughs> yeah. a board game, but not really. Yeah. Um, but yeah. even as simple as that to as complex as this war of mine, yeah. you can tell a narrative to kind of like open people's eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And video games, even more so. Yeah. Right? Because there's a lot, they can go a lot closer to, like, movie or yeah. even, like, full, like, TV series mm-hmm. lengths. Because it's, they're, yeah, they're not limited by, mm-hmm. once we sell this single box, mm-hmm. there it is. It's, like, essentially as long as they can fit it onto the size of whatever disc. Right. It, like, yeah. the highest possible disc is what they're limited by, so... You know, right. gigs and gigs at this point. Which is just crazy how much information some of these... Like, what was it? Um, uh, is it Red Dead Redemption 2 or Death Stranding? Had it's... like like a few hundred hours of just cinematics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just storytelling. Just storytelling, yeah. There are... Most movies can't do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, in some of these video games, you're also given moral dilemmas sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. do I save this person and put myself at risk? Or do I, you know, potentially let them suffer mm-hmm. because it gives me an advantage, yeah. right? You know, especially yeah. in RPGs. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone who's played those have been like, man, 
I'm going to have a bad character this time, but then they can't choose the mean dialogue option. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it gets to the point and it's like, say, have a good day and walk away or punch this person in the face. It's like, I, I can't punch mean, him in the face. I don't want to be a mean guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be mean to this digitally rendered entity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Feed. that's another argument against violence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Feed the dog, <laughs> kick the dog. It's like, I can't kick a dog. What are you talking about? And actually, going back to Ghost of Tsushima, they're like little foxes yeah. in the game. And you can go and pet them. Yeah. And I think it was like not even a week after launch, like the fox globally had been pet over a million times. Yeah. It's like <laughs> video. I, yeah, I also saw that. It's like video games make you violent. It's like Ghost of Tsushima foxes have been petted over two million times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, you can... Some video games can um, open the discussion about certain things, right? Yeah. Um, and then other video games do the exact opposite. You know, you have some of these fighter games with, like, hyper-sexualized characters. Um, you know, it's just like, yeah, we're going to fight for freedom and justice and... Yeah being kind to others also i'm half naked fighting my opponent yeah so you can objectify me right yeah. <laughs> so video games can yeah do that yeah. right um and that's it's not as often as it used to be yeah there's right? been there has been a big yeah push there's been a pushback against that obviously you know yeah. in society uh it wasn't always that way yeah um but let's see um Which another is... I, I would say Actually, what were you going to say? I was going to say, with the whole, like, sexualizing thing, mm-hmm. like, I find it funny mm-hmm. that right now, in history, people mm-hmm. are making complaints about that. Because right. everything is also going completely the opposite way Right. of, like, I should be allowed to walk around the street naked. Right. And or I like, should... this character's half naked. That's not okay. Yeah. But also, I shouldn't have to... Wear a shirt or pants right. or, and I should, you know, all yeah, of this. It's so like, it's a very interesting. You need to choose your battles. With yeah. Like, yeah. Are you for this or against it? Yeah. You know? So it's, I find it interesting yeah. that that's what's being fought within video games, but then also right. the opposite mm-hmm. is being fought for everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so. Oh, man. But I will say one of the. I hesitate to say this. Okay. Because I am not a good example of this. <laughs> oh boy. I'm throwing this out there. Okay. But with board games, generally speaking, it's a one time purchase. And usually, yeah. Usually. Mm-hmm. And with video games, especially recently, mm-hmm. that's hardly the case anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, you can buy the base game, you know. 10 hours of content, oh, or you can spend an extra $20 for this DLC, which will give you five more hours of content. Yeah, yeah. You know, back in the day, when you bought a video game, you had everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you had the game. You know, um, and with board games, that's generally how it is. Mm-hmm. However, for anyone who's seen my collection, <laughs> I am constantly buying expansions for games yeah. that I get. And sometimes I don't even wait to play the game before I get an expansion. I so think that is a big, a, problem. a big thing, is a lot of people would also say with like video games is really expensive because it's like mm-hmm. for for most video game for the average gamer mm-hmm. i would say is gonna go with either 
a Nintendo, an Xbox, or a PlayStation. Right. Um, there are definitely lots of people who go PC, mm-hmm. but usually PC gets significantly more expensive. Yeah. Much faster. Because you're constantly upgrading and your yeah, PC. Yeah. And games are constantly advancing. So... Mm-hmm. So your average one is going to be probably PlayStation, Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so consoles are going to be anywhere, depending, is going to be four to six hundred dollars. Right. For your console, you're going to have to have a TV. Mm-hmm. TVs are significantly cheaper now than they used to be. Right. But still, that's another you know, hundred, two hundred bucks, hundred to yeah. three hundred, depending how big you're getting. Right. Right. Um, and then average games are. Most of them are sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can go. Indie games are going to be twenty to forty, and then there are tons of free yeah. games. And those so are great games. those are some really yeah. good games. <laughs> I almost exclusively play free to free games now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because I'm trying to not spend as much money, so that which is fair. That also thing. plays yeah. a big part into it. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of really good free games. So a lot of people would say, you know, it's really expensive. You can get to a thousand dollars really fast yeah. in video games. Mm-hmm. But also, of people, anyone I know, <laughs> mm-hmm. who actually board games, mm-hmm. they outscale a thousand dollars real fast. <laughs> in buying, like, yeah, in buying like it's not hard. Yeah, it's not hard for a board game mm-hmm. to be between sixty and one hundred and fifty dollars. Right, like it's yeah. really not hard. So it's, I have several games that are in that range. Yeah, in fact, I would say the majority of my games are between sixty and one hundred fifty dollars yeah. each. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like a sixty dollars for a video game is like, ah, oh, that's expensive. It's like it is expensive, but then also it's yeah. like it also mm-hmm. most if you're any kind of a dedicated like if you're a dedicated board gamer, mm-hmm. sixty bucks for a board game mm-hmm. isn't outrageous to you. Right. But that's also with the permanency of it. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's the downside to video games is like... Um, so Battlefield 1, for example. Yeah. Still has somewhat of an active community. Yes. But not as much as it did a few years ago. Yeah. And that's a game where you... Like, there is a single-player campaign, and it's not bad. But, but it's once not... Once you've done it, you've, you've seen it all. Yeah. There's nothing new. Yeah. Right? Um, so, like, once that community dies... You know, like when yeah. it kind of goes out, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Right? Um, it's done. Halo 2, Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3. Yeah. They're all done. They're done, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so people who bought those games can only play either locally, right? Mm-hmm. Split screen, mm-hmm. or the campaign. That's it. That's, yeah. You know, and so it's, so that's the downside of it. That is, is that yeah. eventually it does just go away and there's no changing it. Yeah. Unless you get a single player experience, you know. Yeah. Uh, but with board games, that isn't really the problem, mm-hmm. right? You have it forever until the pieces wear out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, now I have had some games where it's like I've gotten real careful with them mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, they don't make this anymore. Yeah. So I can't break anything because yeah. you know usually companies are really good to be like, oh, you lost a piece, we'll send you a new one. Yeah. Um, if you contact them and the right people, I've had mostly good success with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing comes to mind as far as like a bad moment, but I think there were a couple times where it's like, no, we can't send you a replacement, yeah, because we don't exist we don't, anymore. You know <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, so that is the upside I would say to board games mm-hmm. to video games. Um, yeah, but you know, again, and that's a recent development in, in video games, yeah. right? Yeah, because I still have my Super Nintendo. 
Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, I could you plug could it into the TV and play it now. And still, I mean, yeah. I need an AV cable. Or uh, a TV with an AV slot or a converter. I would say at this mm. point, there's still a good amount that would. Mm. If right. not, you could get a computer monitor. And a lot of monitors okay. would. Yeah. Uh, because they still have that. Yeah. But I can still play them. You can still play it, yeah. yeah. And so, um, obviously, those are games that I can't go get new ones yeah. anymore, you know, without well, going to, like, an old game store. Yeah. You know, or a store that has all those old games. Um, I was going to say, you could. It's just going to cost you hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah. there, there's some games... I forget what it... the mm-hmm. We had looked at... Because uh, we had played at a friend's house. We had played a game. Mm-hmm. And... It was like, this was a, just, you know, a fun game. It's easy to explain. Just a mm-hmm. fun little game. And we found the version that they had, which was the, from the, like, 70s. Oh, wow. Like, it was an old... Yeah, yeah. So we found they had new updated art, mm-hmm. new, you know, kind of updated stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 40 bucks. Oh. We found the, the edition that they had of the mm-hmm. game with original artwork, mm-hmm. original pieces... It was over two hundred dollars, and it's like, oh, I, I guess wow. we're getting the uh, the new not as, yeah, not as good artwork. Uh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> so there's yeah, there are definitely a lot of games that, very quickly, mm-hmm. if you keep them in good condition, very quickly scale oh, to yeah. insane. And it's also crazy how seemingly fast that happens. Which yeah. I say seemingly fast because I, I turned 30 this year, so time's going a lot faster <laughs> than it used to. Yeah. Um, but I remember in college, um, on Choir Tour with the VOA, um, I forgot which tour this was. Um, but I had seen a game called Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, right? Okay. Um, which was the first in the series for Fire Emblem on the GameCube, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, neat. I've played the second one. Never played the first one. Because yeah. y- you don't have to play them in order. Right? Okay. It's good if you do. But anyway. But, yeah. And so, you know, I was at GameStop and I bought it. It's like 10 bucks, mm-hmm. right? That game today, just a few years later. Yeah. I found out that game was $300. Goodness. Right. Yeah. Is, you know, if you have everything. And I have everything. Yeah. Right? I have the case. I have the book. I have the game. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, this game's worth $300 now. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much it is now. I don't know if it's gone down. Um, yeah. But, like, just a few years later, it became it's, super expensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where video games and board games are somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. In a short amount of time, it can become super rare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do I have? Oh, yeah. Um, wide range of content is one of the pros. Mm-hmm. I would say of both of them. Yeah, you can um, find about any mm-hmm. any style that you want in both board game and video games. Oh yeah. Like, I think personally, there's a board game for everyone. Yeah. Even people who like don't like board no. games. Yeah. I think there's, there's a board game for you. I <laughs> really believe that. Yeah. Um, and the people who say no, I think they're just full of spite. Yeah. Like myself, so I respect that. But <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, you have all sorts of like cute little board games, you know, mm-hmm. for kids. Yeah. Um I don't remember the name of this game, but like it's a game where you play if I remember correctly, 
as like little stuffed animals in a kid's playroom. Hmm. Okay. Um, And it's like a little narrative adventure game for kids. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like you mentioned earlier, called Kingdom Death Monster, which is a (laughs) super dark, gritty universe. Yeah. And and there's so there's just a wide range of content, you know, even Mm in uh, the games I have. You know, I have one where it's like a really lighthearted Forbidden Island. That's what it's called. Oh yeah. It's a co-op game. You got to find all the treasures on the island. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, Then I have. my favorite game, Twilight Imperium 4th Edition, <laughs> yeah. um, which is just this space epic with, like, so many pieces. Yeah. Um, so you can find it. And this mm-hmm. is true with video games, too. Like, yeah. you can find a game for yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, even if you're not really a gamer, like... you can, There is something yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, because even now, some video games are doing, like, narrative-exclusive games. Mm. Um, where you don't even have to move around, you just have to click like yes or no or like whatever dialogue option, mm-hmm. and then it acts it out for you. So if you're like movies, look for those games you can, because yeah. they are good and they tell mm-hmm. their stories very well. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes better than a lot of movies. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Especially nowadays with everything being a remake and not original. It's true. <laughs> this um, is true. Yeah. So that's. Those are all the pros that I've written down. Nothing yeah. else comes to mind. Those are yeah. the things that I really like about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything for video games that don't apply to board games? Or is that about um, those two? I don't think there's... Because really the only... The only major mm-hmm. difference as far as, like, the way things work mm-hmm. is video games is much easier to do by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Board games, ex- with the ex- exception of some, mm-hmm. the vast majority of games require you to have Someone usually to yeah. at least one, but usually mm-hmm. three or more people. Right, right. So it gets... So for that, it's easier for video games to be able to do it by yourself, whereas yeah. board games is much harder, with the exception yeah. of there are definitely single-player mm-hmm. and two-player games that are board games, but also... They're generally better with more people. Yeah, generally. Now, I will say that I have recently started jumping into the universe of one-player board games. Mm-hmm. Not solitaire, because I hate solitaire. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. The first one I ever did was uh, the Dark Souls board game uh, that I gave you, actually. Yeah. Um, When I first got it, (laughs) I wanted to play with someone. Yeah. But it was just me, and they have the solo mode or whatever. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, But I've recently been looking into more games that can be played Mm -hmm. one player. Yeah. And they are interesting. Yeah. But the market... Well, I would say the market is there, especially Mm post-COVID. But a lot of people have not looked into it. Yeah. It's it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is the downside is sometimes like when you set up the board game mm-hmm. to play by yourself, yeah, <laughs> that can take a while, yeah, um, unless it's a really <clears throat> easily set up game, mm-hmm. which again, why solitaire has been around for so long because <laughs> yeah. it's just cards, it's just you know? yeah, um, but yeah, so video games definitely have the up on that <laughs> yeah. for yeah, I can play by myself, yeah, um, I would say the other advantage, and again, this is still more true today. But board games do have a slight counter to it. I'll explain that. But anyway, and it's playing with people um, 
no matter where they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, because when you still lived in Ohio, I remember you and I would used we were, to play video games. Right? Yeah. Couldn't yeah. really play board games. Yeah. You know, no. Mike, just like, hey, where'd you move your chess piece? Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> video games made that a lot easier. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That, you know, and that's how I stay connected with a lot of my friends who don't live near me anymore. Yes. Yeah. Online through these games. Same. Right? Yeah. Um, I did discover last week, not even kidding, actually last week, um, there are websites that have made digital versions of board games. Okay. So this is combining both worlds, right? Yeah. Is it a video game? Yes, you're in front of a screen. But is it a board game? Yes, it's based off it's of the physical board based game. Based off the right? yeah. And you can basically pay subscription services to have access to different tiers of games, hmm. depending okay. on when they release and yeah. how recently they've been added. Okay. Um, but like Scythe, you know, Cody's favorite game. Mm-hmm. You can play that online. Hmm. Um, okay. And that's a fairly in-depth game. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Um, and you can play with people like across the world if you want to. Yeah. Which is really cool. Which is, but yeah. video games clearly have the advantage there. They have, yeah. But there is a caveat for online board games. So mm-hmm. if you're a family with young kids and you're worried that you won't be able to play board games forever. Yeah. By the time they're in college, it's going to be so much easier to play board games online. I guarantee you can still do family night, even if you're not in the same house. But we'll do another episode on that later. So um, how long have we been recording? Uh, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Awesome. So let's go over cons. Just a few cons of each. Um, I made a list uh, for board games. And because I like to be honest... (laughs) <laughs> about things like yeah. I don't believe that everything is 100% good yeah. except for God yeah <laughs> you know yeah. everything else doesn't fit in that list no. um, board game cons they take up space they do take a lot of space you know yeah like there there are some tables that like you just can't play a board game on no, no. you know so it's like you also gotta invest in that table yep. you know mm-hmm. um Especially some of my games, to be completely honest. My a lot of the games I have are table hogs. You, yeah. Not not gonna sugarcoat that. They take up so much space. Um and then the next two cons for board games at the well, sorry, that's an advantage for video games then. Is because your console is it. Everything's yeah. there. I mean if yeah. you you know, you used to buy discs all the time. But yeah. like now you can download any game you want. Yeah. Right? But even like storage of mm-hmm. A DVD case is significantly uh, smaller yeah. than yeah. your like, average game Even if you game put box. your entire game collection on a table, yeah, my board games would take up more space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, another con uh, for board games is that it frequently requires other players. Mm-hmm. We already talked about that. You have to have friends. Yeah. Or there's a restriction on the number of people who can play. Yeah. The number of times that I have brought games to an event that are top out at four players and there's five people. Yeah. I I can't count on <laughs> my hand and your hand how many times that's happened. To me. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, bummer, we would have played this, but mm-hmm. we had an extra person. You know, which I love having people over. Yeah. And I've played games with more than four people. Yeah. But the games that are more than four or five players. Mm hmm. Are not as common. Someone asked me yeah. the other day at one of our board game nights, like, "Go ahead and name all of your games that are more than, or was it more than four players that don't take over an hour?" Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, you can't. I could it. name one because I, I mean I was on the yeah. spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. only had one. Um, was it uh, Ethnos? 
Yeah, I had said um, Deception, Murder in Hong Kong. Oh, because yeah, yeah, that's up to twelve people. Okay, um, yeah. and it's pretty easy. I will say, mm-hmm. and this is just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Most games that are, it's easier to find like six player game up to six player games. Mm-hmm. In sometimes they usually do take a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of anything that goes usually above four to six players mm-hmm. is immediately party game, mm-hmm. and I. Hate party games. <laughs> I, like, are there any that you there are, like, or that more tolerate than like? I'm trying to think of some that that are party games mm-hmm. specifically that I like. Because I guess technically, mm-hmm. Coup would mm-hmm. be a party game because it's you a quick, it's a quick game, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and then even with expansion, I think you can go more than six. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So a lot of times. But it, it's just like apples to apples. Oh, hate it. Hate apples to apples. Terrible game. Get rid of it. I hate it. Yeah. Especially now that there is like... Um, <laughs> sorry. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. A little explicit, not going to lie. But I also appreciate some of the ridiculous humor. Like mm-hmm. A lot of the cards are just over the top and it's, yeah. it's dumb. Yeah. But they also have a Christian version called Cards Christians Like. Okay. Same thing, but it's all like church stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> now, it would be amazing to combine those two games and have a thing. <laughs> I would be just kidding. Yeah, probably. Maybe a heretical thing. I was going to say, get in the sacrilege real fast. <laughs> but yeah, party games. Not a fan. Yeah, um, I don't. Now, um, I'm sure there are. Party games. Yeah. Like, did you ever play The Resistance or no? The Resistance. I've heard of it. Maybe okay. I might have played it. It's a good one. Okay. Um, and then Deception, Burger in Hong Kong. Also, yeah. that is my favorite party yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I guess technically, yeah. like, Mafia would be a party game. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, that would be a... Because you have to use cards. Right. Um, I do enjoy that one most times. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, that's yeah. just one little caveat. And so, having a restricted player count can be troublesome. But mm-hmm. then there's some games that have too many people. Yeah. And so, like... Because the more people you have, the harder it is to play more complex games. Yeah. So, for example, Twilight Imperium. I now have the expansion. I can play with eight people. Mm-hmm. Going over the rules takes 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's if I do the video. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, that goes into my next con is the more complex, the harder it is to find people to play it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like. The time. Yeah. And, like, the commitment to do it also mm-hmm. when everyone can actually yeah. show up at the same time and is everyone going to be able to stick it out <laughs> right yeah like, yeah um because you can find those people and that's mm-hmm. great but it's not easy yeah you know yeah um and so because of that you have to plan mm-hmm. to play a board game yeah you know video games not so much you can literally pick up the controller and see who's on yeah right yeah um I mean, we still plan when it's like, all right, guys, we're all going to hop on around this time. Yeah. But, you know, you can technically play with strangers. Yeah. Um, but with board games... Nope. <laughs> you have to plan it. You can't do spontaneous games. Um, I've tried. Yeah. Not always successful. Yeah. And if you do spontaneous games, mm-hmm. they usually have to be shorter, easy-to-learn games. Yeah. So that goes back to... Mm-hmm. You can't do complex games, so... Yeah. And... The other board game thing, we already talked about this one, is it can be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, you don't have to be expensive. You can get games for 20 bucks. Like, there was one list I saw, because I did a little bit of research before we recorded. 
that said board games are cheaper than video games. And it's like, all right, but the board games you're talking about are Scrabble and Monopoly, which are 20 bucks a pop, maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then comparing that to video games that are 60 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fair if that's all you saw at Walmart. Mm-hmm. But like, like we said... <laughs> My average price for a board game is sixty to one hundred and fifty. Yeah, right? yeah, um, somewhere in that range. Um, I think for a single board game, like one game, the mm-hmm. most I have spent is one hundred and fifty. Okay, yeah. With expansions, we go to two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's. But you know, that's like over time, so it's not all at once. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and it was 150 because they stopped making it. I was like, i got to hurry up and get this game. Yeah. Um, anyway, not that that's a good reason. That's not. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so it can be expensive. Um, and then losing pieces to a board game. Um, mm-hmm. Again, most companies are good to return a piece or give you a piece if it's within a certain time frame. Yeah. But it can mess with the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it can mess with you. Yeah. You know? um, because board games, because they want to save money, that's fair. They don't give you a lot of like, oh, here's an extra piece. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. really do that. No. You know, like, so if you miss it, you could ruin the experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. the video game, you can't really lose a piece of it. Yeah. You know? um, because if you lose a piece of it, it's your console. <laughs> and then that means you can't play any of your games. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Either the disc is scratched, yeah. broken, in which the whole game is gone. So yeah. you could have just destroyed the entire board game. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my final con for both of these, just to be completely honest, it can be addicting. Yeah. It can totally be addicting to just keep buying more and more board Mm -hmm. games. Yeah. Um, I think, um, for video games, and this is going to sound crazy, but I promise I have a pretty okay excuse. (laughs) Last I checked my video game library on Mm. my PlayStation, I think was right at or around 200 games yeah now i know we've been talking about video games being 60 dollars each yeah but the number of times that i have spent 60 dollars or more on a video game is crazy low yeah i would say Um, yeah i was gonna say like thinking through either a vast majority of the games i have are either mm -hmm. free Mm -hmm. or were like on sale for like 10 or 15 bucks yeah um i have spent Mm -hmm. i have bought quite a number Mm -hmm. at full price right but the amount at full price compared to the entire i I don't remember what my how many games i have in my Mm -hmm. uh which also i had playstation and pc so i had some on both right um but for me right now it's just playstation yeah, yeah same uh, so PlayStation, I want to say I'm up around 100, and, I think 150 something, mm-hmm. and yeah. well un- over or well under half of those, probably only a quarter of those, right. were actually full price. Everything else was mm-hmm. the vast majority were free, right? Um, because <laughs> um, I know if you subscribe to PlayStation, you get like. Yeah up to three free games of the month which yeah, is up to the company and, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I've downloaded every month at least one mm-hmm. since I had a Playstation oh, yeah. and that has been oh gosh how many years ago was that <laughs> oh yeah I've gotten a lot of games for free yeah. 
So I'd say I probably have 60, 70 games for free yeah. just from that. That's not counting any of the other free games yeah. they have. And technically those aren't yeah. free because you're paying the monthly. Right. But also it's like the monthly is... 60 bucks a year. Great, yeah. So 60 bucks a year for, what is it, 36 games technically? Yeah, a potential of yeah. 36 games. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then all my other games <coughs> have been like 10, 20 bucks maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a uh, lot a of... a few paying full price. Yeah. 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and board games, I... Last time I did my check, I have... Let's see. Actually, I can pull it up on my phone. Hold on. I have a nice little app that keeps track of every game I own. Took forever to <laughs> add it all in there. Let's see. Owned games. I have... 99 board games. 37 of them are expansions. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I am one away from having 100 board games. Woo! Uh, <laughs> but... But, yeah. And again, that's over a long time period. I think the first yeah. game I got... I think I was 12, maybe. Mm. The first one that was like, ah, oh, this is my board game. Yeah. And, yeah... <laughs> So, that being said, it can be addictive, so definitely. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can do an episode on budgeting <laughs> sometime. <laughs> how, do we, how do we do that? Um, the answer in my case is during my first job, I was the most irresponsible person with my money. And I'm not exactly the most responsible now. <laughs> but I do actually budget, contrary yeah. to my mother's belief. But anyway, that's for another episode. Anyway, thanks for joining us for another episode of Uncomplicated. We'll see you next time.